Welcome to Loves and Actions podcast, where learning to lead a more fulfilling life in Christ becomes practical and applicable to the situations we face along our journeys every day. Thank you for listening. When sin entered this world, life was disrupted. It might be strange to think about it that way, but life didn't exactly come to an end. Instead, it changed. Sin seeped inside of us, and we broke. Since then, we've spent centuries documenting the output of that brokenness as well as our human attempts to fix the chaos. Nevertheless, the impact of sin continued to create wars, famine, slavery, and so many other atrocities that still plague our societies today. Yet despite our flaws, God continues to call for us to abide in Him. Although, the duality of this life presents its challenges. We must search for God's light while living in the midst of darkness. Once we find it, by God's grace, we do everything we can to not let the darkness inside of us. But sometimes, we still open the door. Sometimes we choose brokenness because this world and all of its things, people, and perceptions are just too important for us to let go of. Other times, the burdens are just too heavy, and in our weakness, we just can't keep the door shut. It's not that we don't want to grow in Christ, it's just that the brokenness speaks louder. Yet there is a cost to not remaining firmly rooted in Christ, and unfortunately, we pay for it with our souls. You know what it looks like. Have you ever seen someone chasing validation from what they can achieve themselves instead of looking to Christ? Our conviction grows faint because we find comfort in believing that what we're doing in our own human strength is right. The truth, however, is that sometimes you and I are wrong, and if we aren't careful, our need to be right will start to consume us. Think about it. Have you ever met someone that just had to be right? I think we can agree that it's not a pleasant experience. Personally, I've been talked down to, yelled at, ignored, and chastised for disagreeing. I've watched people seek out others with similar opinions just to try and prove me wrong. The problem at the core of these discussions is that it's not about differing opinions. Edification isn't the goal. Validation is. We're trying to protect ourselves from perceived damage to our self-worth and honestly, our egos. Such encounters remind me of the Pharisees challenging Jesus. In their eyes, there was absolutely no way that they could be wrong and Jesus could be right. Christ told us why this was in John 8 verses 43 and 44 when he said, Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and the father of it. It's kind of a strong statement. Christ's rebuke of the Pharisees holds true for you and me today. When we are unable to listen to the words of others, it's a signal that parts of us are rooted in darkness. It's not that we want to adhere to what everyone else says, but we should be willing to give others the space needed to express a differing opinion. Defensiveness protects self, but understanding builds bridges. And while most of us would like to be right, it is humility that allows us to admit when we're wrong. If we cannot humble ourselves in such situations, then our actions show we have aligned ourselves with darkness. Unfortunately, that means we're doing the will of the devil. On the other hand, To do the will of God, Christ must be abiding in our hearts, and not just in pieces, but fully. When this happens, we're more comfortable with being wrong, 
because we tend to have a healthier level of compassion and grace for ourselves and hopefully for others as well. I mean, after all, one person cannot be right 100% of the time. At least, I don't know that person. And if we were, why would we need the Holy Spirit? He is our guide in the darkness and helps to strengthen our relationships with Christ. He is also the Spirit of Truth. In sin, our minds have been tainted. Remember that disruption that happened. But with God, our vision gets clearer. We're willing to listen and participate in dialogue that moves us forward because positive growth is our priority, not our egos. On the other hand, when we aren't comfortable with being wrong, we really have to ask ourselves why. We need to understand what is driving our need to be right, and more importantly, to make someone else acknowledge that we're right. Nevertheless, what's challenging about this situation is that it's tough to diagnose. Introspection is quite difficult, particularly when we haven't fully addressed our egos and the ways in which we seek validation. We have to ask God to guide us on this journey and open up ourselves to listen to his instruction. It's a daily choice and we will stumble. But if we try, God will give us the tools needed to succeed. So let's think of an example. Let's say there's a mom who no longer knows her daughter's favorite food. To the mom, this can mean she now thinks of herself as a less than adequate parent. She starts to compare herself to the other moms and begins to draw conclusions about her own capabilities and why she's not more present in her daughter's life. She overlooks the fact that maybe, just maybe, her daughter has been exposed to new food while not with her and that's why she doesn't know. The situation spirals and a moment of being wrong has become an emotional crisis. The fictitious mom failed to realize that not every wrong answer means neglect or incompetence. Sometimes it's just the wrong answer. Now, I get it. This might feel extreme, but we do actually live this every day. When someone ties their personal identity to the concept of being right, we are attacking the very essence of their soul by saying they could be wrong. And we know what it feels like to deal with this type of person, but hopefully we aren't that person. We know what it's like to have someone yell at us for contradicting their information. We know what it's like to make suggestions, but only the other person's ideas can be right. Each of us can identify moments even in those we love, where ego has outweighed logic and their need to be right becomes abrasive and aggressive. And for some, they might call it passionate, but it's still aggressive. Not all of us believe we're right about everything, but each of us thinks we're right about something. Yet if we aren't mindful, our need to be right will turn into a measure of emotional dysregulation that starts to become destructive in the relationships we have with other people, ourselves, and God. We, however, should find comfort in knowing that we serve a God who is merciful and just. When we're wrong, it signifies that we have room to grow and learn. We see the value in correction because pride and ego no longer have a hold over us. In this state, we hear the spirit of truth more clearly as we submit to God's will. Nevertheless, should we choose disobedience, it shows that we've aligned ourselves with darkness. Remember, Intentional disobedience is not the same as being wrong. In closing, there are times that life will get us off track and we need help to get back on the path that God intended for us to take. Proverbs 5.22 teaches us that without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. With discernment, we can choose what pieces of advice we take and which ones we leave behind. We're not required to listen to people, we're just required to hold space. On the other hand, 
Those who provide us with counsel should also respect our decisions, whether or not they agree. Neither of us should become offended by the choices that one person makes because being right doesn't have to consume us. With God as our guiding light, we'll come to realize that at the end of the day, it's His right that should matter to us the most. God bless and see you next time with Loves in Action.